Hi, welcome to Bookie. To unlock more world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features. Today we will be unlocking how to read a book. Many people may scoff at the title of this book, thinking that as most of us have already received at least 10 years of education, we don't need to be taught how to read a book. However, the authors believe that even if we are college graduates, schools have not taught us how to properly read a book. Although we browse the internet for a variety of information, and sometimes even read novels for entertainment, this book suggests that while such type of reading is informative and entertaining, it does not help us improve our understanding and minds. We can only attain true growth when we read books that seem to surpass our abilities. Moreover, our perspectives on how to read are not entirely correct. For example, many people think that reading is just another form of listening, it is a passive acquisition of information. However, the authors of this book refute such a view. They suggested that the reception involved in reading is not an act as simple as inheriting a fortune, it is rather more similar to a catcher catching a ball during a baseball game. The catcher's active initiative to catch the ball, is the same active intention as that of the pitcher and hitter. Therefore, reading is also an activity that requires an active initiative, the more intentional you are, the better the effect. In another example of our inaccurate perspective of reading, some people apply the same speed and reading method to whichever book they are browsing. But in fact, we need to apply different speeds and methods when reading different books. Such is the importance of how to read a book, a reading guide which will offer you detailed guidance for reading. Since its first publication in 1940, it has received a positive reception in many Western countries, leading it to being republished several times. The author's deep contemplation and broad view on the subject can make reading much easier for people, who both do not understand it and are exploring it for the first time. This book not only introduces general methods for reading, giving specific techniques for different types of books, but also discusses the essence and meaning of reading. This book was written by two authors. The first author was Mortimer J. Adler, who was a scholar, educator, and editor. He was the chief editor of Great Books of the Western World and directed the editing of the 15th edition of the Encyclopedia Britannica. The second author Charles Van Doren, who was a professor at Columbia University and later left his position to edit the Encyclopedia Britannica with Adler. He provided substantial literary material and rewrote the first edition of this book. Thus, both their names were on the new 1970 edition of this book. In this bookie, we will explain to you the essence of this book in three parts, and guide you through the techniques and art of reading. Part 1. Why Should We Read? Part 2. The Four Levels of Reading Part 3. How to Read Different Reading Materials Let us begin with why we should read. Literary materials such as newspapers and magazines can provide you at once with information, pleasure and even laughter. Through them, you can get access to the primary benefit of reading, which is to entertain and inform. These types of materials require little of its readers, only requiring them to be literate as such materials necessitate a type of passive reading with little contemplation. This type of passive reading, which requires almost no thinking, exists all around us. For example, 
we can see it on our phones through the fragmented messaging on websites. The secondary benefit of reading is to increase one's understanding of a certain topic. For example, when you are reading a book by an author whose message is not as easy to comprehend as that in a newspaper or magazine, you will find it more difficult to digest compared with materials that only require passive reading. This happens due to the gap that exists between R and the author's understanding on a certain topic. The latter is much greater than the former. What we need to do at this point is to read carefully by training our eyes before the words, and deliberate continuously over passages, in order to gradually make obscure concepts clearer. You will slowly come to understand the author's message, and your understanding will improve during the process. It is only through constantly challenging our understanding, actively reading, and deliberately trying to follow the author's message, that we can avoid becoming an uncritical reader. An uncritical reader is one who reads a lot, but does not fully understand what they have read. They don't care about whether or not they have understood the intention of the author, nor whether or not they have gained anything in the process. This type of reading is equivalent to plugging your ears and finishing the book just through browsing it with your eyes. The only concern with this type of reading is about the amount of books read, which is itself illusory. Following this trend leads to ignorant and uncritical reading. Such a reader is like a traveler who walks down a road as soon as they see it, only caring about how many roads they have traveled, regardless of whether they actually enjoy the view or reach their destination. The third benefit of reading is that it can expand one's mind. Our minds are just like muscles. If we don't continuously use them often, they can become weak. Reading in order to expand and grow our understanding is just like training our muscles, it can prevent the mind from deteriorating by slowing the decline of our mental capabilities. Our mind and body do not develop simultaneously. The growth of the body is limited, it reaches its peak when people turn 30, where from there it gradually deteriorates. The growth of the mind on the other hand is indefinite. As long as the mind is still there, it can continue to grow and develop. For example, Charles Munger who was introduced in one of our bookies Poor Charlie's Almanac, still read books whenever and wherever possible at the age of 95. He could even read 20 books a week. Charles Munger's children teased him by calling him a walking book. Maybe it was actually due to his diligent reading that he could still be clear-minded and mentally acute at the age of 95. He was able to think, make investments, and read books. That was the first part of this bookie. We have learned the three benefits of reading. The first benefit is for entertainment and access to information, which requires the least amount of reading technique. The second benefit is to improve one's understanding of a certain topic, which requires active reading and carefully going over the words. The third benefit is the expansion of one's mind, which requires constant training in order to keep it from deteriorating just like our muscles. We need to practice constant active reading in order to train our minds to strengthen its endurance and our life's vitality. Now that we have gone over the benefits of reading, let us proceed to the four levels of reading, the elementary, the inspectional, the analytical, and the syntopical. These four levels are listed from the most superficial to the most extensive. Now, let us look at the characteristics of each reading level. The first level is elementary reading. This is the lowest of the four levels and can be achieved once you can read and understand the symbols made on paper.
Elementary reading is usually accomplished in primary school, and as such doesn't require further detail in explanation. The second level is inspectional reading. It involves systematic skimming or pre-reading of a text. This means within a short amount of time, one needs to know the purpose, theme, category, and audience of a book, while contemplating whether or not it's worth reading. Inspectional reading has two stages. The first one is systematic skimming. In this stage, the author is recommended following certain steps in an order. First, look at the title page and, if the book has won, the preface, which will help you understand the theme of the book. Next, study the table of contents, which will help you know the book's basic structure. Then, you can check the index and read the publisher's blurb. After these steps, you should have come to a general conclusion of the book, is it worth further reading? Should you finish it by further skimming through it, or give it the benefit of more careful reading later? If you decide to finish the book at that moment, you can specifically pick certain chapters to skim through. Then, turn to the back of book, find its main arguments, and look for its basic theme. Don't forget to read the last several pages, as these are usually the places where the author repeats and highlights their key points. The second stage of inspectional reading is reading through the book quickly. That is to say reading through a book quickly even if you don't understand it. You should do it without stopping, even if you are confused. After you have read it once, even if you have only understood half of its content, they will help your overall comprehension when you decide to reread it. After this, if you feel like the book is worth the time for further analysis and understanding, you should use analytical reading. Now, let us proceed to the third level, analytical reading. Analytical reading involves comprehensive and complete reading. Francis Bacon once remarked that, some books are to be tasted, others to be swallowed, and certain ones to be chewed and digested. Reading a book analytically falls into the latter category, it requires us to chew and digest the book. Analytical reading is divided into three stages. The first stage is finding out what a book is talking about. In this stage, we need to complete four steps. The first step is to identify the type of book, such as whether it is theoretical, practical, or of another sort. The second step is to discover the theme of the book, and then summarize the entirety of its main contents, while using the shortest possible sentences. Then, we need to find out the structure of the book and draw its mind map or outline. The authors remind us that in this step, when we summarize the structure of the book, we do not necessarily have to follow its original structure. Here, you can make conclusions based on your own understanding. The final step is to find out the questions the author is trying to ask or solve. Most authors write a book with one or several questions in mind, in which the book is the product of the author's answers to these questions. When we uncover the author's questions, we can then also uncover the structure of their book. When you have completed the above four steps, you have accomplished the first stage of analytical reading. Now let us proceed to the second stage, which is to understand the specific content of the book. This stage also includes four steps. Let's look at them one by one. In the first step, you need to find the most important keywords in the book, and understand the precise meaning the author created behind them. Finding and understanding these keywords is the prerequisite for reaching a consensus with the author on the book's main ideas. 
It is also important to understand the technical vocabulary used by the author if you are reading highly specialized books. For example, in the case of reading Adam Smith, words such as wealth, capital, wages, commodity, and price are the technical vocabulary used. We can better understand the intention of the author when we have understood the specific definitions that have given to them in their book. In the second step, you need to highlight the important sentences in the book and discover its main idea. After this step, you need to organize the author's points in order, and use notes to reconstruct the chain of causality in the book. This helps in comprehending the logic and intention of the author's discourse. After you have completed these three steps, you can begin the final step of this stage, which is to determine which questions the author has indeed solved. Next is the third stage of analytical reading, which is to fairly judge a book. The authors remind us that before we judge a book, we must first understand it. Otherwise, our judgment may be too rash. Moreover, you should not fuss over every little detail and give the book a chance. If you truly believe that a book is in fact not very good, you should be able to give specific arguments as to why this is the case. Those are the three stages of analytical reading. Now, let us talk about the fourth level of reading, syntopical reading. Syntopical reading is the highest of all reading levels. It is both the most complicated and systematic way to read. The authors believe that most university students should have learned syntopical reading before graduating. Syntoptical reading involves selecting and reading related books covering the same topic in order to obtain a comprehensive understanding of an issue. In syntopical reading, you should imagine yourself as a scholar who is interested in a certain issue, and wants to dive into investigating and researching it. For example, if you are going to write an article on the subject of war, you must first find books on the topic. As such, do you need to read novels containing descriptions of wars, such as Gone with the Wind, War and Peace, and The Charter House of Parma? No. The reason is because in these novels, war is simply part of the story's background. Their primary focus is on human survival and struggle, and does not involve the study of war itself. Therefore, these books should not be included in the scope of your syntopical reading. So, how should we proceed with syntopical reading? The authors proposed five steps. Step one is to find relevant passages. Here, you must use inspectional reading to quickly find the passages you need. The second step is to understand the answers of different authors to the same question, and reframe these answers in your own words, so that you can use the books in a manner that works for you. The third step is to clarify the problem. Syntopical reading is a question-oriented method of reading. In order to prevent you from getting lost in abundant texts and materials, or forgetting about the original purpose behind your reading, you should first list the questions that interest you most. Then, you should see how the authors answer them and make a list of their different responses. Step 4 is to define the issues. You might think that since we have already raised questions, the issue in which we are discussing should also be clear. So, why should we bother defining the issue? This is because sometimes, in the answers we have collected, we may unexpectedly discover that there is a complicated side to the question. For example, you may find that the author's opinions are different from each other, because they approach the question from different perspectives. At this point, 
You may need to make certain adjustments to the question you originally posed in order to make it a better question to answer and explore. The last step of syntopical reading is to analyze and discuss, understand the key points of each answer, and put these answers together in a specific order. When putting answers together, it is necessary to be neutral towards each point of view, and present the answers from different stances of the issue as comprehensively as possible. On this basis, you can form your own reading report. If you can master syntopical reading, you are to some extent an amateur scholar. The first three levels of reading should be enough to complete a general reading. One should systematically skim and pre-read a book through inspectional reading. Then, one can proceed to a deeper level through analytical reading once it is clear that the book is a good one. When deep reading, one should also mind their speed of reading. Many people slow down when they run into spots that interest them, and speed up when they run into abstruse sentences, this is in fact incorrect. The French scholar Pascal once said, when we read too fast or too slowly, we understand nothing. The correct way is to slow down when we run into abstruse sentences and patiently deliberate over them. Alright, that was the content of the second part. We have learned the four levels of active reading. The first is elementary reading, which is to understand writing symbols, letters, and characters. The second is inspectional reading, which is to quickly understand the main content of a book by skimming and pre-reading it. The third is analytical reading, which is a more comprehensive reading based on inspectional reading, which analyzes the keywords, sentences, and rhetoric of a book in a more profound manner in order to objectively judge a book based on a comprehensive understanding of its content. The final is syntopical reading, which is the acquisition of a comprehensive understanding of certain issues by reading books that address related topics. Today we are just sharing limited bookie. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features.